Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Two weeks ago, I bought about like 250 worth of plasters. Yeah, sticky plasters? Sticky plasters. And they've all and gone? And two weeks later, <laughs> we have nothing left. Right now, she's in need of sticking plasters. Yeah. And uh, this is what we've got to do for tonight. Mm. Hey, Rain. It's a Friday evening yeah. at the busy fuel home in Hastings, and there's a grazed yeah. knee to deal with. It's bothering the money for movement, Rain. Hey, do you had a bit of a fight with the road and you lost? With a, <laughs> she tripped over a ball and fell on the road. That's why the grazes really hurt. Rain would appreciate it. Joe Fuel is having to rip up rags to bandage nine-year-old Rain's put knee. Put that cold water over there, hun. There you go. Oh, I would have had a nasty bruise. Okay. Okay. Oh. Oh. Can you please up her down into the room? Joe's 46, a solo grandparent since she was 35. Oh, yeah. Is he still on its screen list? I'm Linda Chanwai Earl, and this is Flying Solo, a podcast about what it takes, what it means to raise children on your own these days. And the Fuels are the first of six families you'll meet through the series. Screen time is over. You get an hour of screen time? What I like about that screen time thing is um, I can go back through the history yes. and catch up on what he's done, even if he deletes it. Yeah. So it's on a bit of a monitoring system. Joe's one of 9,500 grandparents raising their grandchildren, a growing trend in New Zealand. Most have one or two. Joe's bringing up seven mokopuna. Two things I don't do. One, I don't argue with children. Two, I don't bargain either. I think, it, I think everything needs to be done in balance and with love. The fuels haven't done it easy. Joe had her daughter Lisa when she was 17, and Lisa in turn has had eight children of her own. So yeah, not easy. All except one live with Joe, and the three eldest call her mum because, well, she raised them. It started 10 years ago when Peter came to live with her back when he was just two. He's 12 now, but the good news is that their mother, Lisa, has also moved back in. I already have the three oldest ones. Mm. They're not in the picture with child, youth and family. But the three toddlers are, except for the baby. It actually works like this. Lisa cannot leave this house with that baby and go and live somewhere else because she's not allowed, according to Child, Youth and Family. So that's why Lisa's home here, learning how to look after her babies, focus on her babies, learn to love herself so that she's able to love her children. That's why she's here. She's been home here for about a year and a half now. It does take time to get the good cheese. <laughs> sure does. After the long road, far out. We've had a, quite a long road, eh, Lisa? That's a very a long one and a not-too-good one, especially with my kids. What was the thing that, what was the thing that pulled, pulled it all to bits? P. P wrecked me and my family. Never again, I've come too far now. 
<laughs> when did you first try pee? Well, a few years back now, and say, how old is Just about five years ago. So how old are you now, Lisa? Uh, 29 coming 30. So it's been been a while. And um, I haven't touched it now for coming up two years, so that's it. even better for me. I'm loving it. Best move I did was to come home and be with mum, so I can do this for my kids. That's awesome. You go two steps forward, three steps back on some days. About 18% of New Zealand families are one-parent families, and that's stayed pretty steady over the last 20 years. It's challenging. You have to be both mum and dad to your kids, but every parent flying solo, every family, is different and have their own story to tell. They can see the difference in her. Doesn't have to go back to the drug place anymore because she's, she's passed. They says, you know, you're on your way, girlfriend. How long have you been out here working, helping mum? Probably a quarter of the day. Been doing lots of gardening? The next evening, Peter's finished up after helping Joe in the garden. The kids are starving, so Lisa's cooking roast lamb and veggies. Money's tight on the benefit, with a little help from the dads. Joe had to give up full-time work as a forklift driver to look after her mokopuna, but they'll always share their kai. Is this your mum and dad's I brought this home when I was 18. And you've been here since then, yeah. So nobody else can come from in, out to in and tell you what to do in your own home. If you can eat to in front of me today, yes, you will survive tomorrow when I'm not here. Out back, so Joe shows the extent ones. of their little marae, a caravan that Joe raining. sleeps in and a triple garage complete with beds and a makeshift kitchen, home to the three big kids in summer. It's an old-fashioned, tidy quarter acre. There's a veggie garden, even a trampoline. We've got to make it a bit warmer and stuff like that, you know. It's fine in summer, but... It's winter, okay. It's, it's functionable cold. during the summer, but winter, it's a. I wouldn't even leave my dog in here. It's too cold. Mm. So the kids go back in there. As the weather starts to warm up, then we come back out here, the, and there's a routine already being put in place out here. What to do in the mornings and the afternoons and the evenings, while they're even going to school or not. There's still that routine. The same routine that's inside is the same routine that they get out here. Someone's got to do the dishes. Someone's got to clean up. After that roast, the kids are getting ready for bed. Because winter's coming, they're inside. There's not enough room in this three-bedroom home, so mattresses sprawl across the living room floor. A kid's programme on TV lulls babies to sleep as Joe finally sits down to eat. And have you got a pull-up? Where's your pull-up? Those summer nights in the garage, she reckons, gave Lisa some space to start mothering. Because at summertime, me and the three big ones was, were staying out in the shed. You know, we got a bit of a kitchen out there and our own little lounge. That's what that looked like out there. So this one over here could learn how to do her four children. I'm in within ear distance. When I hear too much crying, I'll come on and, what's happening? Smell the air. Have a look at the faces because I know them that well. I just got to take a look at the children. And if the look doesn't match up with what is coming out of the adult's mouth, I can tell. 
Take it back to basics. If you're overwhelmed, pull it back to basics. Fresh food. Nice bed for them to sleep in and a, and a good clean environment and safe. Bring it back to basics. Start again. Joe had to start again from scratch. As a teenage solo mum, she raised Lisa, her only child, with no support from Lisa's dad, and had to figure it all out as she went along. What we've been learning about ourselves as mother and daughter, we've only been together for about a year and a half since she's had all these kids. So we're learning about each other. She's learning about herself. She's learning how to to do the children because of child, youth and family's involvement. And I think the social worker that is involved, I think she um, they've kind of like stepped out of the picture. They're, they're still very involved. They, they have the safety net around the children and myself. The kids are aware what's going on. They're, I'm not ignorant that they don't know what's happening. Because through their mouth you get to learn a lot. They see a lot. There's a lot involved. There's, there's really a lot involved with uh, what the kids are going through, where they've come from, what they're going through. And yes, I can see a future for them. And yes, yeah, certainly looks bright to me. But right now, we need to do the mahi to get to that point. And it takes more than just me and Lisa, their mum, and our marae to make it happen. It, takes the village, the school. Not just the teachers, they also have Swiss, which is social workers in school. Mm-hmm. And then you have another agency that's part Those of Those social part workers of are helping Peter at the moment, planning a special trip for him. It used to be called health, health camps. Right. Now yes. they're called Kids Zone something. It's mm-hmm. happening down in, in uh, Gisborne. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been having a bit of, bit of time with Pete at school because um, um, doing the assessments, um, the la- uh, she came out with, um, what do you call it, FAS, Fetal Alcohol Syndrome. And with that, there's a lot of these type of behaviours that I thought I was going mad about. Mm. But I'm not going mad about. What I need to do right now is I want to um, educate myself more yeah. so I have more understanding of why the behaviour keeps happening. Yeah. That's where I'm at. And so uh, Swiss is involved with Pete at school. And they came around and had an assessment. So he's off to the camp down in Gisborne. Because this camp is going to be special. This is a really... This is an excellent camp. Yep. Tell me about programs. It's got programs. um, I've had a second assessment for Peter. We're just waiting in the the winds whether he's um, been accepted for the five-week course, and that's all about learning how to manage yourself, you know, learning how to look after his clothes, being able to open up to male mentors, because they have male mentors down there, so it's not just going to go down there and just enjoy camp like a normal camp for kids, it's actually a camp set up to help children explore within themselves bring out the depth of them and for them to see it for themselves and know how to apply it into others and into their social relationships. That's why I want to send Peter down.
Jo was born in Te Awamutu. Of Napui descent, she's lived in Hawke's Bay since she was a child. This morning's been fine until now. Little Miss McCall spilling. Oh, she got from a tea bag. Early next morning, the family are dressed in their Sunday best, waiting for the Sally Army van to take them to church in nearby Flaxmere. Lisa has to stay home with a sick child. Yes? Yes, and that's it. Last year, I found it hard to leave her with the kids. Yeah, I'd go away for an hour and come back. <gasps> What's happening? Yeah. yeah, every single time. But that now, was a long year. But now, but now I can I can actually go away. And Lisa's uh, got a little bit more conscience in, in some areas that she needed to get the conscience in. And it keeps the kids safe. As long as the children are safe, I'm happy. So, Joe, you were just saying that the, one of the more challenging moments is planning to go somewhere, or the idea is there, but it's there's a lot of mahi that goes behind it actually getting to actually go somewhere as a group because, yeah, you've got seven kids, two adults, and you've got a eight-seater, so one person has to miss out. So if you're missing out an adult, then there's only one adult with seven children, That's which right. is um, too much of a handful. Well, it's yeah. out of ratio. Yeah, yeah. When you go for a walk to the, with the school to the library, it's mm. one to three or one to one four? One to four at the most. That's yeah. right. One to seven, yep. and out of the seven, two of them can't walk properly. Yes, that's right. They're little wee wow. babies. Yeah, yeah. You know, then then you have to entrust those precious little little gifts to to others, and hopefully they 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 will be careful when they're pushing the pram. There's the behavioural issues sometimes that goes mm. with all that. Yep. All the way through the walk, and all the way back from the walk, and actually there. Yeah. That's a big day. The kids might have had a great day. Physically, they've had a great day. Mentally, they went out there and did their thing, you know. But for me, on the other hand, um, sometimes it's really exhausting. And the first thing I want to do is just get home. And sometimes it even kills the thought. No, what do you want to do? Sorry, guys, I'm flatlining today. Yep. I you need to have can't. a cup of tea and a lie down. <laughs> I just can't. And then, then, then there's issues on top of that. Oh, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? And there's a, it puts a friction in the air. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a big challenge. But it's one the fuels are learning to tackle with help from eight-year-old Jasmine. What do you call it? Wit. Wit. Excellent. What is wit, Jasmine? It's W-I-T, spells for walk away, ignore, tell someone like an adult or a leader, even if you have anger. Because sometimes we do forget about the wit and we go the opposite way. And it's okay to safely just bring them back to the wit. Mm. That's what we're learning at the moment, right now as a family. Jo's faith keeps her going, the Salvation Army Church. (laughs) 
Jo's super protective of her own grandkids because her own childhood was hell. I was raped for 12 years. I think it's amazing that you can also forgive your family even though you had been raped as a child continually. And it's also what drives you to... I had to learn about that. I went down to the course called um, 12 Steps Course, run through the Salvation Army down in the Wellington College that they have down there for Salvation Army. That's where I learned that. That's where I learned how to get in connection back with that little girl. And you were the youngest? You were the youngest. My sister's in her 60s. And your older siblings got a hell of a lot harder. They had oh! Hidings that yep. end up breaking bones. Yep. And one of the ladies, she was in the social welfare system when, when, when my mum was taken to social welfare. So she remembered mama and the case. She was there. When your mum was taken yes. to court yep. for you know, at that time beating your kids up. Yeah. Like with the older ones? Yes, with the older yeah. ones and the broken. Because yeah, they're bones all in their fifties. Did my girl grow up that way? No way. Oh, I made sure. No way. Taking up her grandkids meant Joe had to give up something else. That's why there's no drinking here. When Peter first came to her as a baby, Joe was an alcoholic. But being done for drink driving was her wake up call. And when she found the Sally Army. I asked them. The only way, reason why I got to Salvation Army is because there was this big, huge sign on the wall. Me and the old lady was cruising around. I was trying to look for some church, you know, take me on because I didn't want to go and work, do PD down the road. How embarrassing is that? You know, I thought, well, church, church people are onto it, people. They've got to be onto it, people. You know, they're not in trouble like me. So it said, heart, heart to God, hand to man. I didn't see the heart to God, but <laughs> all I saw was the hand to man. So I went there. My main thing was the children need to be safe, they need to be fed properly, and they need to have a bath. If you can just do these three things here, we're gonna, we, we have a good beginning, because they didn't get any of that. We had to get back to basics, and that's how it started here. Basics. Come back to, we're human, we hurt, we have feelings. This is talking to two people that have been on pee. Wow. They don't have feelings, they don't sleep, and they don't have caring for themselves, or let alone anyone else, but less for themselves. It's very hard. I had to get the scissors one day because I felt sorry for my girl. Didn't know how to brush her hair for months. Last time I looked at her, had this big, huge knot. She couldn't even put your fingers through. Cut her hair just that much off the scalp. She became a brand new person after that. Something happened. But the hardest thing I found was allowing her to hit the gutter. Because unless you hit the gutter, you're not ready to get better. And that was hard. And the kids had to go there too in order for them to be taken. That's the hardest thing I could ever do in my life. But I loved them that much, I allowed it to happen. Because only now 
can I get healing? And he knelt, and she accepted her role as a wahine and a man. Takes time to get the good cheese. This little girl's willing to wait. And the good cheese is coming. Back home, the whole whānau is working towards the day Lisa can stand proud as a good mum, with Joe alongside. Come through a lot, but we've still got a lot long way to go. But, you know, we don't live on sceptical mountain. <laughs> I don't think it's very onto it, living up on sceptical mountain. So you're eternally optimistic or you're positive outlook. You have to be, eh? Is that right, Jo? You have to I have stay. an ingrown confidence. Yeah. And I believe that only comes through my faith, whom I believe in. You know? It helps you. Helps me, helps the family. I have, I'm not, a, not only believe it, but I have witnessed it. If that means that I, as Nan, need to be going, go and get myself educated, that's exactly what that means because it is about changing the generational. You know, families don't have to live in the same, same alcoholism, same drugs, same women bashing men, but you don't have to live like that through. Generation after generation after generation. And I'm saying to my entire family, it stops here. This is where it stops. Got to hit, buck hits the road right here. (laughs) I'm Linda Chanwai Earl, and in Flying Solo next week, we meet Warren, a Pākehā solo dad. You can find us on iTunes or check out our webpage, rnz.co.nz forward slash flying solo. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. Or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.